You're going to need new spark plugs and a new flux capacitor. If you own a car in New York City, it's best not to have any friends. Because if you have friends, they're going to want to use you for your car. Because you have one. And they don't. Because they live in New York City. And so do you. Wait, why do you own a car again? I speak from experience. Not as a car owner, but as a car moocher. I've mooched my fair share of automobiles in this town. I'm not proud, but it's true. Sometimes you just need some wheels, man. You gotta move some furniture. You've gotta get to the airport in a hurry. You need to dispose of a body. You wanna go apple picking. These things happen. The first thing I did when I moved to New York City was sell my car. I got $500 for it, which, for a 13-year-old Buick Century that I bought on eBay for $1,200, wasn't a bad deal. Not a bad deal for me, I mean. The old lady I sold it to totally got ripped off. I was on the fence about selling the Buick until I took a drive down to New York a few weeks before the move for a job interview and came home with a nice collection of parking tickets. This is not to be confused with the time I got my rental car impounded. Message received, New York City. Bringing a car within your city limits is only for people who can afford it. Which is to say, people who did not buy their cars on eBay. While I know it's for the best, I still miss having a car sometimes. For all of the expense and hassle associated with automobile ownership in this automobile-averse town, it is nice knowing you can escape on a whim on your own terms whenever you want to dispose of a body. Which is why it's been so nice car-sitting someone else's automobile this past week. True story. Last week I had an out-of-town guest drive down to New York from Boston, and, as previously established, bringing your car into New York City limits is only for those who can afford it. As such, the moment my friend's 2002 Subaru crossed into the five boroughs, it began sputtering and clanking and coughing up car blood. A trip to the local mechanic the next morning confirmed exactly what I suspected was wrong with the car. It was totally fucked up. Honestly, I can't remember what the guy said. Something about a timing belt or a crankshaft or a warp core or a phase inducer or some other damn thing. Full disclosure, I may be confusing automobile terminology with Star Trek Technobabble. Fuller disclosure, Technobabble is in spellcheck. Weird. Anyway, parts needed to be ordered and the car wasn't going anywhere for quite some time, so I volunteered to drive it back to Boston after it was repaired. After test driving down the streets of New York, obviously. Gotta make sure those transwarp conduits are up to code. I felt like Ferris Bueller scoring Cameron's dad's 1961 Ferrari GT, only instead of scoring a low-mileage 1961 Ferrari, I scored a 2002 Subaru with 200,000 miles on it. Still, mm, totally Ferris minus the need to roll back the odometer, and the charity in my name, and the devil-may-care attitude, and the dating Mia Sarah, and the charisma, and the... Okay, we get it. I am not Ferris. Where was I? Right. Test driving. I like driving in New York. I've talked about this before. It's fun. At least when you're not getting parking tickets or impounded. It's a different way to see the city. Normally you're speeding through it underground or pacing through it at street level, so any opportunity to have access to a car free of charge for a few days I will gladly accept. The test drive went well. I took the car on the highway. I took it to the suburbs. I got lost. I found great parking spots. I found bad parking spots. I wound up on Rikers Island, just visiting. I almost got into a couple of fender benders. I rolled down the window to take in some of that fresh New York air. 
I rolled the window back up when I realized that fresh New York air doesn't exist. It's good to see how the automobiled masses live once in a while. As a pedestrian, I hate cars. There are far more of us than there are of them, and I'm all for any legislation that makes it harder to drive in New York. We've got the greatest subway system in the world, and the more people we can convince to ride it, read, tax people into riding through exorbitant bridge tolls, the better it will become. But as a driver, though, I've discovered the reverse is true as well. I hate pedestrians. Cars are far bigger than humans are, and they should respect the two-ton hunk of steel hurtling at them. Get out of the goddamn crosswalk, bipedals. After I deemed the Subaru sufficiently test-driven, I hopped on the interstate, headed to Boston, and then turned around and hopped on a bus back to New York. As the bus arrived back in midtown Manhattan, all I could think was how glad I was not to be driving. Don't get me wrong, I still like driving in New York, but I've had my fill for the foreseeable future. Given the choice between driving or pedestrianing, the noble pedestrian wins every time. Unless you're disposing of a body. Then you need a good-sized trunk.